0: Today's episode of Brody and the Beard is brought to you by Remarkably Remote, a new daily microcast from GoToMeeting, all about making working from home work for you. With indispensable intel on how to stay sane, motivated, and productive at home, we're here to help you in this brave new remote working world. Add to your flash briefing on Alexa or subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. On today's episode of Brody and the Beard, Kelly, Eco and I are going to give out some grades to the Houston Rockets.
1: If the offense is triangular, it's something like a prism. Put you on that lockdown defense like a prison. Hakeem was the dream. The MVPs must be his children. They won 22 games in a row. That's a rhythm. Triple-double rust, man, I need you to acknowledge. He don't do this for the optics, man. He do this for the Rockets. Opponents want the smoke. They in his pockets. Don't you get him started. He a monster. He a lotness. And James Harden, that's the big gang. Every time he dribbles, his opponents feelin' fear, yeah. man. It's Brody and the Beard, don't be a victim. The legend's in the flesh. To the show you are a witness. Seek and you shall find all the answers to your questions. Tune in, he gon' tell the truth you like confessions. Gather round, come and hear the word just like a Christian. I'm urging you to listen. It's the Kelly Ecosystem.
0: Welcome to a new episode of Brody and the Beard. I'm your host Moda DeKeele. With me as always is Kelly Eco, our beat writer for The Athletic, Covers the Houston Rockets. Of course, you're listening to the Athletic Podcast Network. Kelly, how you doing, man?
1: Hey, I am officially a Call of Duty. I'm a, I'm a Call of Duty stand now. I'm back. <laughs> That's been keeping me sane during this time. I'm
0: confused. You're officially this or you're back? Like, I'm are you coming out of retirement? Like, back. what are we talking about here?
1: Remember how Jordan said I'm back when he came back the second time?
0: Yeah, you ain't got that cash I, I don't, I, I, don't you I really, really don't got that I really don't. I'm not
1: I'm not that good at COD, but it's been keeping me it's been keeping me sane. Shout out to my guys. I actually played with uh, Isaiah Hardstein a couple days ago. And that guy is intense. He is good at that game. I man. was surprised.
0: This week, I think it's a good week, Kelly, for us to dive into team report cards, man. Let's let's start playing teacher, man. Let's start giving out grades to these guys. But before we get started on the report card, folks. I just want to remind everybody, we have a 90-day free trial on The Athletic. That's 90 days. We're here to help you guys. we got tons of great writing across all sorts of sports. we got college football, people talking about recruiting. I've been keeping an eye on my boys at USC. we got a bunch of stuff. Kelly just dropped a piece with Danny LaRue talking about free agents for the Houston Rockets. We're, we're at some point going to probably cover that, but part one of Kelly's piece dropped today. So be sure to check that out. And if you're not a subscriber, I don't know what you're waiting for. 90 day free trial. Like if you're now is the time to do it, folks. Just jump on in. You got several great writers across the board. We got Zach Harper. We got John Hollinger, Ethan Strauss, Sam Amick. We got all of them. We got all the heavy hitters. So come on in, join in, join, enjoy the 90 days and let's go. So before we started, I want to clue the listeners in here a little bit. We really couldn't figure out the proper order to do this, and um, probably a bad idea. But I was like, let's do one of these random lists generator things online. So put a bunch of names in there. We threw it in there. We got a list. It's going to go in an interesting order. You guys hopefully will enjoy it. For the guys that didn't play much, we're probably just going to go with a pass, fail, or incomplete stuff. Everybody else we're going to give actual grades to. And Kelly, we got our first guy, man. He only played 10 games for the Rockets. He signed a a 10-day a originally, and there was a lot of questions after that. He came after the trade deadline. What did you see from Jeff Green in those 10 games?
1: Oh, that's a good grade. Uh, What should I – I would give Jeff Green a – Did you just say that's oh, a, good a good grade? Start.
0: Um, I didn't a good, give a grade.
1: Yeah. I would give <laughs> – Come on, Kelly. Wake up with us, man. Let's go. Let's get the juice going. Come would, on, I man. Give him, I would give Jeff Green a C+. Plus. I would give him a C+. Plus. Obviously, there's a reason why, you know, he wasn't in the league for a while. And the 10-day the was originally meant to, you know, kind of see how he would fit with the Rockets and, and whether he could be that kind of extra big that they needed, the athletic wing, like could switch different positions and stretch the floor. Um, he did okay. I wouldn't say he did, you know, that great to warrant you know a playoff rotational spot but uh he was he was all right he 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 didn't suck so i think a c plus i think a c plus <laughs>
0: that's a plus <laughs> I, think, I think a c
1: plus would be a, a pretty fair assessment how about you
0: yeah so and and i probably should have given you the stats before we uh before i let you dive right into them you know i think i think a c plus almost a b minus is about fair for him you know in just 10 games, really picking up, trying to figure out what they're doing. This is right when the Rockets are heavy in the small ball. The hope is that that's he true. can probably... That's true. It's he, a he, curve. It's a curve. He can play a little bit of the five, you know, and, and not a little bit. He's going to play exclusively at the five with that lineup that they're going to play. You know, he averaged 10 points. He shot 41% from three on th- almost three and a half attempts. Like, that's pretty solid. You would have hoped his rebounding numbers would have been good, a bit better. He's only averaged 3.2 uh total rebounds a night you you'd kind of hope is better but like let's be honest if he was a good rebounder he probably wouldn't have been on a 10 day at some point so um that's true that's true i think your i think your assessment of like he wasn't really maybe a playoff guy or a, a rotation uh player i think he's a guy that can come in and eat minutes in the playoffs but wasn't like somebody they were really leaning heavily on i think his role really for the rest of the season was to make sure to steal rest for other guys that that are going to play heavy playoff minutes. But, you know, I'm I'm okay with the C plus. I think that's a fair, fair grade there. And uh, I'm going to ask Sasha to to keep track of our grades here. Um, You know, uh, I'm I'm throwing this at her last second, so hopefully she can she can ready to be ready to roll with that. But uh, I think we're both on board with a, a C plus for Jeff Green. All right. You ready for our next guy? Let's go. I completely forgot he was on the team. Uh, you know, it, 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 is it, it Ryan it's a, Anderson? It is one Ryan Anderson, and just so you guys know, and before anybody yells at me for not knowing Ryan Anderson was on the team, he only played two games. You guys, an average seven minutes a game. So, like, we can we can maybe ease up on that. I'm not gonna go. I also too- don't
1: think the Rockets fans want to talk about that guy, considering the last time he was on the floor in games that mattered was game seven so
0: yeah um so we'll just we'll just go through this very quickly for a guy who's supposed to be a shooter he did not shoot well yeah (laughs) two and a half shots two and a half threes average 20 percent from three uh it's only two games so i'm just gonna say it's a fail uh he 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 doesn't warrant a full grade uh you can possibly give him an incomplete but i'm just going full fail just because you come in as a shooter and only shoot 20%, even in just two games, at least hit, like, 28%. Yeah,
1: I, I, think, I think Phil is pretty fair, just because given what—even though, yeah, the first time around, he didn't work out with them at the end. Uh, there was a bit of optimism for a second reunion, you know, just from the fact that you could stretch the floor, be that small ball five potentially, and just kind of rekindle a little bit of the same flame that they had with Chris Paul whenever— whenever that was going down. But yeah, he did not work out. And they quickly realized that Ryan Anderson does not have anything left in the tank and they shipped him out of there. So yeah, Yeah. I'll give him a fail too. Okay.
0: Now we're on to thank the random list gods here a little bit. Uh, Now we're on to an actual guy, rotational player, very important piece. We're looking at one Eric Gordon who had an interesting season just with the injuries and, and things like that and, and everything. But, I mean, he really matters for this Rockets team. He was an important piece last season. From what you saw this year, Kelly, you know, let's, let's – uh, before we do this, let me give you his, his stats. Played 34 games, averaged 28, uh, 28 minutes uh, a game, 14.5 points, 37% from the field, 31.9 from three, 1.9 rebounds, 1.5 assists. 1.1 1. 1 turnovers, 0. 0.6 steals, 0. 0.4 blocks. Kelly, man, when you look at your man Eric Gordon,
1: what you thinking? Uh, C minus. Yeah, All right, well, I just give think it. This, tell us. I think the, I, I I think this season was a disaster for him, and and obviously it's unfair to him because of the injuries and stuff like that. You can't predict that. You can't plan for that. But the games where he was on the floor, I just felt like he was kind of. He kind of stuck out like a sore thumb. Uh, if you if you look at the league and you look at players who have a usage over twenty, who played at least twenty five minutes, and who took at least ten shots a game, that's a pretty that's pretty bad company to keep. And he was on that list next to guys like uh, Kevin Knox and, and rookies like that. It was just was an inefficient group. And I think for a team like Houston that needs Air Gordon's you know scoring, size, defense, playmaking to to complement their small ball, I think his season didn't do them any favors, so and when, when you when you think about the kind of money he's on right now, you know it's not a, a max extension you know it's 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 a lot to handle, and I think this season wasn't the greatest for him, and i i i believe that he'll be looking for a a huge summer a huge bounce back because twenty nineteen twenty was not was not the greatest to him
0: yeah i mean this was this one was tough i mean he had that knee the the knee scope yeah
1: the knee the knee yeah and you can't you can't you can't plan for that
0: yeah and 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 it's just tough in that sense you know but he plays such a pivotal role for the rockets and like just looking at his month to month numbers and and listen when it comes to the rockets the first thing I look at is three point percentage for these guys and looking at it month to month I mean you know like he, he started out awful. slow in October uh the, the knee was bothering him so there was some of that you know. Once he came back in January, you know, he played thirteen games in January, hit thirty six point four percent from three, like that that's like the Eric Gordon we were used to, and that's kind of what they thought they were getting when they signed him to that four year seventy-five million dollar extension. So I mean, it's it's that situation that I think is, you know, kind of what exasperated things and what made things very difficult for the Rockets this season and and you know, it was just hard not being able to count on him because you really needed his shooting with, you know, no. at the time, Westbrook and Capella on the floor. Like you needed him to knock down shots and it's hard and, and and he's good defensively and stuff. But he's again with the knee and everything like he was struggling defensively in that sense. And if he's not hitting shots, it just makes it tough. I'm going to even go lower than a C minus, Kelly. I, this is a bit unfair. A I know D? I'm giving him a D plus like you yeah. can't. I mean. You know, like I understand the injuries. I understand. But what did you that's see from person? him,
1: like, like you as a, as a, as a you know person that evaluates video and stuff like that? What did you see from him on the court wise, like, like fit wise? I feel like he kind of, kind of forced his way onto the like in the game, taking 29, 30 foot shots. I, I didn't see a real cohesive, you know, Eric Gordon. It, you
0: know what it felt like? It felt like a guy who knew he was struggling this season. You know, and he was trying to to, yeah. to he he would force up shots sometimes where you're like, damn, and and you know what's hard about the rockets is they all force up shots sometimes. You know, it's just kind of that's the, <laughs> the deal. You know, the yeah. the way I saw him fitting in first off before the Capella trade, you know, was like, man, he might be one of the more important pieces because he needs to hit a ton of threes. Like I was saying, like you know, you can't have guys having bad years from three. With the with the Westbrook and Capella on the floor at the same time, so it's you know it, it really mattered. And then once they went to the small ball lineup, you know that's kind of where again it plays a role. And and now it's not as big of a deal, but it matters in that sense of like that's the role you're playing because Harden's going to have the ball in his hands a ton. Westbrook's going to have the ball a ton, uh, uh, the ball in his hands a ton. Like that's all, you know that's less opportunities for Gordon. And he was good with the ball. You know he had some. So my actions and stuff, and you could p- kind of play him in the second unit and stuff like that. But just the way this season played out, I just didn't see it. And and and, and a lot, I, I put it more on the knee injury than anything else. But that's just the way it goes, you know. This isn't my th- opinion of him as a player. It's just this season. I just don't think he was. He. I, no. I, I would feel even comfortable giving him a C minus. That's why I had to go with the D plus.
1: So hindsight, obviously, hindsight is twenty twenty. But if you could go back in time. Would you uh, give him that same max extension, or would you would you change it?
0: I didn't like the extension at the time, just because, and 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 more because it just took a trade asset off the table. You know, he wasn't. You know, you have to. He wouldn't have been eligible to be traded until after the trade deadline, which obviously means not till this summer. You know, so I'm not necessarily. I wasn't like a big fan of it, but it also it wasn't like a killer because I still think that's a movable deal. You know, I still think that's somebody that that might actually end up getting moved this offseason whenever we have an offseason and might help to bring a few pieces back for the for the Rockets. But, you know, so it's not like the ultimate killer of a deal. I think it's it's all right. But like it it did hurt any chances of of making a trade this year in that sense, you know, just because, you know, you weren't able to move him. And, and, and again, it's not like he would have gotten a ton of value because he probably would have been he, he's a free agent. You know, th- there's some of that stuff there, but, you know, at least you have a chance of getting a, a, an asset or two back for uh, Gordon, assuming he had a good year, which, you know, he didn't. So I don't know if you could really, if you really would have gotten much from him at the, for the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Kelly, of the extension?
1: I think at the time, the number was kind of high, just seeing the $75 million. Maybe he could have gotten that the first time he signed, but, you know, the Rockets did get him on a discount. Um, but that was also due to injuries and, and stuff like that. So you have to take all those into into play whenever you're, whenever you're dealing with you no know, free agency. And one but, thing,
0: one thing too, Kelly. Though just to to help, I kind of forgot it too. You know, the last year of the deal wasn't guaranteed, uh, and that's twenty point nine million. So really, it was a fifty four point okay. five million three year deal. Okay,
1: fifty. Well, sorry, what's it eighteen a year? I mean, that's still. And it's
0: uh, you know well, it, it goes it it's, goes it's, up it, sixteen, it, it, eighteen, nineteen. So.
1: So if, you, if you're if you getting the Gordon that won sixth man of the year with the Rockets, then, yeah, no problem. But if you're going to get this or something close to this, because you think about it, your knees now, as you're getting older, you're not getting those knees back. You know, like, you might be healthy for a stretch of time, but Eric Gordon has an injury history. So can you really bank on him getting back to the level he was 2016, 17? I don't know. So in that case... You know, it wouldn't be the greatest deal. Maybe I would have, I might have. You know, if I was for office, maybe a, a little less. It depends on, on what the other offers were out there. Like if if he had a real chance of leaving and you know signing a similar deal elsewhere, then I understand you have to give him the money. But if there wasn't a huge market for him, I'm, I'm not sure why you would you know do that. that
0: but, that's the other thing too. Like there wasn't going to be a lot of money out there. Anybody, yeah. any team that had Behind money side was, is always
1: 2020. Like yeah. if, if if Gordon is averaging. 19 points a game on 40% from three. Nobody's sick of the same thing. So
0: I think hindsight
1: is always important.
0: So let's move on to our next guy on the report card list. One Daniel house. We're looking at a guy who played 58 games, 30 minutes, 10 points a night, 42.7% from the field, 36.3 from three (laughs) averaged 4.2 rebounds, 1.3 assists, 0.8 0.8 turnovers, 1.1 steals. We don't need all the stats. Um, what What did you when you looked at Daniel House's season so far, and and who knows if we have any more after this? But what what did you see? What's What's your grade for
1: him? I'm teetering between a, a solid B and a B minus. Uh, this is This is his first you know, full NBA season, so you have to have that caveat. He started out really strongly, you know, coming off a, a, a three year deal. And a the starting, a starting spot, he kind of tailed off a little bit. He lost the starting spot for a bit uh, to um, Ben McLemore. He kind of went up and down with his play. But on the whole, House is a player who is supposed to just complement everyone else's skill set. You know, the coach is talking about his athleticism, his size, his tenacity. So I think a B, a B is pretty fair, B minus. But somewhere around that range, just – he isn't asked to do a whole lot, and these grades are are solely based off what they're expected to do, you know, and, and if they achieve those goals. So I think ten points, thirty six percent shooting. I think that's 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 pretty solid for him. So I'll give him a B. How about yourself.
0: Yeah, no, I'm actually giving him a B plus. Like I thought he was a really important guy when Gordon went down. It's actually interesting that his he's next on the list after Gordon, just because. When Gordon went down, you and I both were like, guys like him, guys like Ben yeah. McLemore, like those are the guys that have to step up. And he really did. Like when you just look at his like November numbers, shot 43% from three, averaged 12.5 points, you know, was was just consistent for the team. You know, December was 10.3, but, you know, his shooting numbers went down a bit. But, you know, he, he was consistent in that sense. He was kind of the guy that would at least... You, you knew you can get something out of him, you know, and, and and I think that's something that mattered for the Rockets team, especially when Gordon went down for those games and and, and he helped to keep him afloat. So, you know, for me, yeah. I'm I'm that's good that's with fair. giving him a B plus. I don't think it's like, man, like he's a, a game changer or anything like that, but just kind yeah, of I think, maybe, B plus,
1: I think B plus is solid. Yeah, I, can, yeah, I, I mean, and, and I'm, I'm giving him maybe that, more I mean, weight. Maybe
0: I'm giving him more weight because of how he responded when Gordon went down. But that's the thing, dude. It, you're always looking at, you know, next man up type of mentality here. And, you know, he stayed yeah. ready. And and look, his 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 shooting kind of waffled up and down. But, you know, it was the kind of guy that, like, at least he wasn't afraid of the moment. They threw him in and he was ready to go. I would have loved to have seen him and get uh, minutes in, in playoff action and and, and see how he would have responded to that. But you know, for what I saw in the regular season and what he contributed, and maybe I'm weighing too much into what he did when Gordon went down, but I'm, I feel comfortable with the B plus. And yeah. anything else? Or I think, I
1: think I think I think that's fair.
0: Okay, this next guy is pretty obvious. Uh, I mean, yeah, you know, I'm sure everybody would have thought we would have let off with him, but uh, yeah, this, this, this guy James Harden. You know, he played a lot of minutes, man. <laughs> uh, Played 61 games. A lot of minutes. <laughs> averaged th- almost 37 minutes a night. Uh, averaged 34.4 points a night. Shot 43.5 from the Jeez. field. 35.2 from three. 6.4 rebounds. 7.4 assists. Uh, 4.5 turnovers. 1.7 steals. You know, 86% from the free throw line. Kelly, what you got for me, man? What's, what's Harden's grade?
1: I think you have to give him an A. I think anything less than an A would be pretty, pretty eye opening. Just because his workload, how and how he's responded uh, this season, especially was it thirty four a game? Yeah, seven, seven assists, six rebounds. Like that's that's insane. And yeah, his production kind of tailed off a bit towards the end of the season, or oh, towards the end before the hiatus. Just the shooting dropped off a little bit. But hey, this guy has been chugging along for for years now and this season he kind of took it to an a whole nother level with the with the scoring. So I think a A is pretty is pretty fair. It could have been I, w- I would have given it a higher grade if um the Rockets were in a sixth seed right now. Because I think that I'll, you also have to give him, you know, some of that for them being a sixth seed as well. If you're gonna give him praise for the points and the, you know, the production, you also have to factor in wins. Um and he's the best player on the team. So I th- I think an A A is fair. The thing that was
0: impressive about Harden was like, he would start, he was putting up big numbers throughout the season and just wasn't shooting it well. Like his numbers shooting wise, like this is, it, it, it's been a rough shooting year for him. Very up and down, very unlike James Harden. It was been very streaky in that sense. And when I say that, like, just listen to the numbers split per month and, and, and some of these, you know, October and March is it, it's four and five games. So it's not like a lot of games, but uh october twenty two percent from three november thirty eight point nine from three december forty two point five january twenty seven percent from three february thirty seven point three you know uh march twenty five percent from three like it's just been it's almost like the stock market just the graph just going up and down up and down up and down and it's and 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 that's why i'm looking at it and i think i'm i'm giving him an a minus just because of the shooting you know, the, the inconsistency of the shooting, he put up big numbers. He's setting guys up. I mean, you know, we, we've seen it, you know, teams double teaming him as soon as he crosses half court. And that really kind of opened things up for other guys to attack and and things like that. You don't get that unless you're a scorer like him. So for me, I am giving him an A minus. I am digging him a little bit just for how up and down his shooting is. Like when you're a guy like James Harden, like, there shouldn't be a month where you average 27% from three. Like I'm, I'm, I'm. So, you should at least be in the thirties. You don't have to be 40 something. You don't even have to be 35, but you should at least be at like 33 or 34% from three yeah. at that point, yeah. you know? And especially when you're taking like you, you, you're averaging, let me 12, put it, 12, 12 threes. Three attempts. A game. Yeah. 12 threes a game. Like that's a lot. So like, you got
1: to yeah, be the shooting, the shooting was really, the shooting was really up and down and he was still and, uh, scoring. I don't understand he, why. He,
0: He's still getting to the and line. He's still doing all his stuff. Like that was that was kind of the more impressive thing, right? Is like his shooting numbers were so bad, but he was still scoring like thirty. It got to the point, right, where it was like, yeah. oh, just another thirty-five point game for Harden. Like, okay, like it got, you know, it got to the point where it was it, it was almost like expected, which is unfair in that sense. But you know, I mean, the fact he yeah. averaged thirty-four points a, in a season, playing heavy minutes, for thirty-seven because- minutes is, it's, it's pretty impressive. So, you know, you, I can't ding him too much. I'm sure people will be upset that I gave him an A minus, you know, f- for that. But, you know, I, I think the- hey, What's well, so
1: great is sorry. Uh,
0: listen, man, this is how it goes, man. Uh This is, this is how it works in that regard. But that's, that's where I'm at with Harden, you know, started the season as an MVP candidate. I think he trailed off. So I got an A minus for Harden and you have an A for him. About yeah. marginal, marginal. Like we're not. It's not a big, big difference there. So you know, everybody relax when you try to come at me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, don't but, relax. Come at me.
0: <laughs> why you got to do that, Kelly? Why you got to do that, man? Like that's not nice. What are you? What are you? What are you, what are you what trying to do love, here? Man. No, it's not love. That's not love. That's not love at all. Just so you know, that's the opposite <laughs> of love. Um, let's let's move on to our next person. We're gonna look at Chris Clemens. Okay. Played just twenty nine games, eight and a, eight point seven minutes, averaged almost five points, forty percent from the field, thirty five percent from three, not a whole much, whole lot else. Kelly, where where are you at with uh, Chris Clements? Be-
1: before I start, can you can you check something for me? Can you check his uh, per thirty six? Because I I think he has some crazy per thirty six numbers. I'm not sure. I but hate. I per know 36. Chris is. I, I it's the, it's the worst that in the world, but I, I, I want to see his particularly because
0: his is, is a his bucket. It is his per 36 is 20.2 yeah. points a game. <laughs> so, I mean, like that's that's, you know, the, here here's my problem before we get started. Here's my thing about <laughs> per 36. OK, it's not realistic like the guy.
1: It is. It's not. It's not.
0: It he, 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 he doesn't account for fatigue and all those other things and things like that. That's why I, I don't like it using that. But if you want to go ahead and use that for your grades, Kelly. By all means,
1: no, 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 no. It was he was. I hate that stat, but it was he was the one guy because every time I see him in garbage time, he's always shooting. No score. so I wanted to see what his actual per thirty six looked like. I hate that stat, and particularly I hate when people use it for uh, for the whole Giannis Lebron argument. I hate that stat. It's such a stupid stat. I'm with you, but let's get to the. But grades. I, I get. I I gave Clemens um a B plus of what he was asked to do. Really, it should be a, a really pass-fail. So, actually, I'll, I'll scrap that. I'm going to give him a pass. He's a, a garbage-time player. They put him at the end of the rotation. He comes in when, you know, the, the game's done. But he does his job. He, he shoots. He scores. Uh, he doesn't do a whole a lot of setting people up, but he he's a scorer, and that's what they want him to do. So, I give Chris Clemens a pass. A fly yeah. In colors.
0: Yeah. Chris Chris Clemens is like a, a player they're working on. They're developing. They're 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 working with his with him and and things. Just twenty two years old. Look, he only played like seven games in twenty twenty. So that's not enough for me to give him a grade. Uh, I'm gonna give him a pass though. Like you know, he shot the ball well, like you said, and did everything he was supposed to do in crunch time. And I'm excuse me, garbage time, the exact opposite of crunch time. And you know, we're we're just gonna go from there. We're gonna go from one pass fail guy to another one. The always famous, two years away from being two years away, Bruno Caboclo. Kelly. I'm gonna tell you something.
1: Give me, yeah. What's up?
0: Oh, you gave him an A. Okay, good job.
1: Uh,
0: no, <laughs> <a good> <laughs> he only not. played. He <laughs> only played five <laughs> games, five and a half minutes, uh, and and averaged two points. Where are you at on on Bruno Cabacolo? Dude,
1: I don't. He's like the guy that every team front office wants in terms of the two years away from being two years away. Like that, just that intrigue on the roster. But I give him incomplete. He was okay in Memphis, but he wasn't really that good when he was here the first time he was here. And I don't really think he'll ever be an impact player. In the Rockets' uniform, if that makes any sense, I just don't see when he he comes on the floor. Given the way they want to play now, I don't see when he's gonna get on the floor. So I don't think I didn't think the trade made a lot of sense, uh, honestly. Um, but I would give him an incomplete.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna go with it, incomplete. Like, there's just not enough out there for him. Like, we. I'm with you. I don't think he's ever gonna really be. A when is player he gonna play? play? Like.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I don't. To be honest, I don't, I don't think he's
0: going to be much of a player in the league, really. You know, the the two years away from being two. I just years think he's too
1: raw. He's too raw. He hasn't refined his skill set. I, I think it's just too raw.
0: I mean, he's a guy that that would have benefited from a few years in college. Granted, he's a foreign player, came from Brazil, or at least playing in 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 pro leagues overseas before coming over here to, to develop his game before exactly, he came.
1: Cause the NBA doesn't have time. The NBA doesn't have time to, the NBA is not a development league. I hate, I don't, I hear people say it. it's not, there's a whole development league for that.
0: <laughs> and the, and the one year he did average in Memphis, like minutes, the 23 and a half minutes, you know, he, he did all right. Averaged eight points a game, you know, shot 36.9% from three, but it was like, on a bad team and it, almost like empty calories, really at that point. So it's not like I felt like he did anything. So let's just move on to your gaming buddy, your Call of Duty boy, Isaiah Hartstein Kelly. I know you, you've written some pieces. This is this is be, becoming uh, one of your guys. You're playing Call of Duty now. What's what's your grade for him? And 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 I want a grade on basketball and I want a Call of Duty grade.
1: Okay, let's see. Grade on basketball. I would give him a B plus. I, I think he did exactly what they wanted him to do as a backup big. You know, come in, set screens, roll, defend, rebound, the easy stuff around the rim. I think he did that really well. Um, he could have cut the, he could cut down the fouls a bit more, but um, yeah, I, I just think. He he could do so much more, but they have to let him loose. I, I think he's one of those players. If you watch him in the off season, just what he's doing, you know, a lot of teams are they have those the, the course they have the tape around it for additional range. The one guy shooting deeper and deeper, and he has range. He he can actually shoot the ball. But I guess in the Rockets system, and it really doesn't make sense because if the Rock, if you look at the Rockets small ball now, they could use a small ball five, and he could theoretically be a small ball five, even though he's like seven feet. But he can. He can switch a little bit. He can shoot a little bit. I think they should give him a look, you know, with more of a, more of a, uh, a loosened grip. If that makes any sense. You
0: want him to have a longer
1: leash. Yeah. You I want think him to
0: let, like, hey, let him. You guys let these other yeah, guys yeah. let the shot ball fly. I'll I'll let him, him let yeah, it out. I'll,
1: yeah.
0: I'll, I'll Free Isaiah Hartenstein is what yeah. you're saying, man. You're gonna start <laughs> the movement, right? Free Isaiah.
1: I think it's been started. Did you see the? Oh. I probably it's been on Twitter all season long. <laughs>
0: it's
1: been on Twitter. It's been on Twitter all season long. I, I, I recently broke the news that he uh, he changed his agents. So, you no, know, we'll see. But uh, I think his game is his, his Rockets grade is Rockets great as a B plus. His Call of Duty game. I'm, all, I'm all <laughs> gonna give him an a minus.
0: Okay. Oh, guy's good,
1: man. That guy's that guy's good. If if you haven't seen him play. He's really intense, really he's really tactical, really he's really efficient. Which which kind of goes back to his Rockets time. So he's a really efficient guy. A minus, B plus.
0: Yeah, I'm just gonna give him uh a B. Like I don't he, he did what he was supposed to do. He didn't play much, twenty-three games over the course of the season, eleven minutes, four point seven points. Like he said, he he really barely attempted a three. So you know, uh, the other big thing was I liked his rebounding numbers and, in, in just about 12 minutes, yeah, four, four rebounds, rebounds a game. Like that's, that's pretty solid there. And you, you, you know, so I think that's, that's kind of where I'm at with him. I don't look, it's not like with them going small, it was just unfortunate for him. Cause he just wasn't going to get a lot of time to begin with. Um, you know, uh, and you know, only played three games in February, nothing in March. Um, you know, it's it, it's it, it's a tough go for him in that situation. So uh I'd like to see where how he develops and how he continues to grow. But, you know, at just 21 years old, like, you know, there the, there could be some serious promise there, but he, he he's got some work to do in that regard. Mm-hmm. Uh Kelly, we're gonna go to our next guy, another big man. Did not finish the team, did not finish the season with the team. Uh We're going with Clint Capella. What let's let's let me give you the rundown on his stats in 39 games, played 32 minutes, averaged almost Mm -hmm. 14 points a game, 63 percent from the field, 13.8 rebounds a game, 1.2 assists, 1.8 blocks. And that's important because I'm going to bring that up with for another guy later, you know, and at one point in the beginning of the season. You considered him the most important rocket, or was he the second? It was, it was one or two. The second. The second. He uh, was the second. Sec, second. My bad. My bad. I, I I am trying to get you in a little bit of trouble. That's all. What grade are you giving your boy, Clint Capella? And do we count? Let me ask you this question. Do we count what he brought back in terms of trade value
1: as part of his grade? Do we give him credit for that? or no? Nah, because if, if you're going to do that, this shit is going up. <laughs> but uh, I would give him, <laughs> I, would, I would give him a B. I think so. When you look at Clint Capella and what the Rockets expected him to do, I guess in his uh, in the third year of c- contending, like truly, I think they expected a bigger leap, especially coming off of you know Game Six, the 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 whole series disaster with I guess the Warriors. Um, I just think that they wanted they wanted him to take that next step in his development, and he kind of didn't. The injuries kind of hampered him a little bit. But he just was never on that level. And I think that's a, a real reason why they kind of looked elsewhere and why they decided to go in another direction. Just because Capella was a good center, but he wasn't a great center. And I think uh for a team like Houston that has guys like Harden, Westbrook, D'Antoni, who are hungry for a championship, they don't have time to wait on guys to develop and get there. So I think B is pretty is pretty solid of of his. He he defended pretty well. Uh, the blocks you you might want to see a bit more in the blocks, but the I know there was a stretch where he rebounded a lot. I think it was um, well, I want to say December where he's rebounds. I mean, he was went
0: a double double machine. Like he was a super, beast. I mean, yeah,
1: he he did, He he was great for what they want to do. But I think the fact that you want them to go in a different direction, I think that's why I kind of gave him a B as opposed to a B plus.
0: I'm going to be the bad guy here. Shocking. Uh, You know, but there was a level of I didn't see him get that much better. And part of it to me is he wasn't the right fit for this team, you know, for there's a reason why Westbrook was able to be unleashed once they took Capella off the floor. And it it started once, you know, he had those injuries in, in late January. He actually never played a game for the Hawks even though it wasn't a, a full season, but just like with the injuries and things like that, like, you know, they they did well and they, they sold high on him. But the one thing I felt like he never really had a great grip on was making the pass out of the pick and roll. And, you know, I and, and not yeah. all big men can do that, but I think that was for this team to, for it to succeed with Capella on the floor, he had to be able to make that pass where he, Gets the, the 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 ball off of a pick and roll from Westbrook or Harden in the short roll situation, and is able to make that pass to the guy in the corner, which would have been Tucker, would have been uh, House, would have been you know a- anybody that can knock down those shots, Gordon, you know. But it's just something that I never felt like he figured out how to do, and and maybe he's never going to, and and maybe that's just kind of like a, a pipe dream of mine. Great rebounder. You know, and and like you said, in December was averaging 16 rebounds a game. Like he 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 was a beast and a double double for them. But like that part for me in his development, and he's hitting the age 25. You know, he's been in the league for four or five years. Like I, I wanted to see that kind of improve. So for me, I'm just gonna go with a C. Like he 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 came back the same player he was last year. Maybe did it a little bit better. But it was the same player. There wasn't any improvement where I felt like, man, like the trajectory is going up here. So, you know, I I may, might be a bit harsh, but for me, Clint Capella gets a C, man. So C, 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 you know, the initials and then the C. Okay, okay bad joke. Okay. All right, move on. I can blame uh, him the super. <laughs> so- <laughs> Don't let me sway you.
1: Don't let me sway you. Don't let me sway you. Uh, just because uh, I
0: make smart and
1: what are you saying? No, it's 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 a solid it's, it's a solid point. So I could bring her down a notch from a B to a B minus. That's fair. I'm not going C. That's just that's that's kind of crazy.
0: Oh, now, see, look, like don't
1: don't try to be like okay, I'm coming down to you,
0: <laughs> and then slam s- try to punch me at the same time. Like it doesn't work that way, Kelly. Pump you're it. either with me or you're not. Pump it's it, pump not it. It's not a. No, no, no. But you're you're not pump even it. you're pump faking and traveling at the same time. So which. I was going to make a bad joke that would have pissed off Rocket fans. I'm going to leave that one alone. Y'all are welcome.
1: <laughs> no, go make it. Make it. <laughs> oh, man.
0: We've gone quite long, so we're going to split this episode up into two parts. So this is the end of part one with ending with Clint Capella. We're going to pick up part two with Russell Westbrook. He's next on the list. Thanks for listening folks. For Kelly Eco, for Sasha Ashaw, for Mode to Kill, we out!